Welcome to the WG Podcast by Christian Ortiz. So to speak, you know, but like that, that's really 
that's really though the, the things that are exactly. important for me is like what what type of relationships am I fostering? Um, how do how how is me being in this individual's life beneficial? Not from a material standpoint, but from an emotional standpoint, from a mental standpoint. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I want to be that person you have in your life that you can count on, and yeah. most important, most importantly, I can hold you accountable and you allow me to do such and I allow you to do such in my life you know I just feel like they, that's where I'm at and yeah. so people that I don't immediately feel that from I'm at the point in my life where it's like oh it's cool that we're not gonna be cool yeah, yeah. Like, that's yeah fine. exactly know, yeah. you know what I'm saying exactly. that's what I, don't, I don't need anything I'm, I'm comfortable in my, I'm, I'm becoming more comfortable in my own skin mm-hmm. so to speak and that's I feel like that's just an important layer of life man well, growing growing up, I, uh, I I I wanted to be the anti-popular. Like I didn't want the po- I didn't want the Aeropostale, the Hollister clothes. <laughs> I didn't want uh, anything that was trendy. I didn't want to do it. But there was still a part of me in high school that wanted to be popular. I mean, <laughs> it's just it's just how it is. But now I don't I don't give a shit. Like the past three years, past three four years, when I've been investing myself, investing my happiness. It's been more about, it's been, I don't give a fuck what you, uh, what your popularity, what your money status is, as long as I feel positive vibes. Man, it's, it, bro, it's, it's, it's crazy you say that, because that's true, because uh, people, people always want to make things popular, uh, e- even now at this age. I mean, I have people ask me, like, oh, how many viewers do you get? How many books have you sold? How many... And it's just like every time they ask me that question, I mean, I don't mean to be rude, but mind your fucking business. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 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 where, you, you're, you're, you're wanting to know these numbers to place a value on yeah. me. You know, like who I am. Okay, what if I got a thousand followers? What if I only got fifty? What if I only got twenty? Who gives a shit? I'm still, I'm, I'm still gonna do me, regardless yeah. of who listens, who do does, who doesn't listen, and, um, and that doesn't really dictate my quality of things, bro. I know musician. There's musicians that I know that got millions and millions of followers and they're trash they treat people trash they're trash and there's people that there's there's musicians that don't really got like a big following they're good-hearted people they're doing things you know for others blah 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 and etc so it's just like you can't you can't always base your people based on numbers and what they have and they don't have and, and all that stuff man so yeah i mean it it's it's funny like some of the things that we put po- that we attach value to right uh, yep. growing up like that that becomes a big thing like attaching value to uh how many how many friends somebody's had or what type of clothes they're wearing yeah. which kind of circles back to a little bit what we were speaking on before but followers yeah <laughs> but i mean it's just uh i mean i even have people who ask me you know how did your season go mm-hmm. this past basketball season go for your program yeah. and I can talk about the things that we accomplished and the goals that we set and how we accomplished all of our goals mm-hmm. the one question everybody wants to know is hey, how many games did you win yeah that's wow. it did you guys go to the playoffs mm-hmm. wow. did y'all win you know what I mean but that's like how how our society they don't ask if they're good men <laughs> you know what what type of young man am I coaching yeah you know when you leave my program what type of person are you yeah those are the things that matter to me mm-hmm. the wins will come anyway yeah you know the followers will come anyway the money will come anyway the good people will come anyway I have to focus on bro, putting that energy that's, out that's the mind, that's you know that what mindset, I'm saying bro. that's that mindset right yeah. there yeah. I had a I had I, I had someone I don't even want to say friend 
someone that I knew that was just like, um, oh, I want to make X amount of dollars, you know, at this stage in life or whatever and blah, blah. So everything was basically based on monetary, you know, means or whatever. And um, he was just like, you've been doing this for so many years. Why are you not at this level? Why are you not at this level? And I was just like, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm only at this level because I either have worked hard to get to this level and this is like the most I can do right now or because um, I don't want to be like extremely rich. I don't want that kind of life. I just want to like, you know, do what whatever my talents take me to. And I was just like, um, if you love doing what you're doing, the, the, like you were saying earlier, the money will follow. It don't matter. And and there, there was, I'm not going to lie to you, man. There was something that someone said in the interview, I forgot who it was, that he was just like, whatever I do right now, I might not make money off of it. But later on, um, if, if you're doing what you love, you know, you're, you're going to get money regardless. Yeah. I mean. Regardless. Because you put in so much passion into it. Right. And it's just. You know, my my response to that individual who who said that to you, I you know, my response would have been, I'm not at the level you think I should be based on your expectations. There we go. But there guess what? we go. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah, because it's my life, and because I, it's for me. It's for me. It's not for you. You not, do what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. And if that's where you want to be, do your thing. Get, if that's where you, just because I'm not there doesn't make doesn't mean I'm inadequate. It doesn't mean that I haven't, that I'm not successful or that I haven't achieved the things that I want to achieve. Exactly. You know, no, going back to the basketball thing, like, no, we didn't win, you know, 20 games this year in, in a district championship. Yeah. But my team GPA was much higher. Uh, I have my, my athletic director, my athletic coordinator fully, fully support the mission that we set forth this year. Yeah, my awesome. young men who were seniors that I inherited that weren't gonna graduate when I inherited them, I graduated all of my seniors. Nice. Wow. You know what I mean? And and one of which is gonna go play collegiately. Awesome. Um, which is awesome. And now we have a second, you know, another group of young men coming in. And so like those are the things, you know, what type of influence are you are you having on individuals? And is that influence positive? Is it making their life better? Again, not monetarily or from a material standpoint, but mentally you know emotionally like how how am i adding to you know i have this little principle that i follow in my life where it's any 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 interaction that i have with another person my goal is to leave that person better very simple Mm -hmm. now better by by my standards i can't say how it's going to be for them but Mm -hmm. better in the sense that i brought value to the conversation to whatever it was we were we were interacting over you left the conversation with me feeling like a better human being. Doesn't mean you had yeah. to feel bad. Right. But I agree. Cause they, I mean, I've the past three years, I've found ways to invest in myself and uh, invest in my happiness. And for me, that is making sure I work out, uh, listen to my podcast, journaling and accomplishing the goals that I set. I have a goal system. Um, that may not be the same for somebody else. Somebody else, it may be, uh, it may be. I have to go paint this uh, canvas. Yeah. I have to paint fifteen canvases in six months. Yeah. I have to design music. I have to design something. Yeah. Happiness for me is not defined. I I can suggest these things that work for me, and maybe it'll work for you too. But it's 
it's not the same for everybody. It's yeah. <laughs> you know, the funny thing about all of this is that we're not even politicians. I don't want to get into politics oh, on this, but <laughs> but um, but um, notice how we're not coming. We're not coming from a, like a politics standpoint or anything. And notice how you 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 said you stated that you know we're changing people and 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 how people you know people's emotions and all that and then monetary wasn't on your top priority notice with this whole pandemic it's been monetary monetary right <laughs> oh we got to open up because yeah. our economy we got no not once did someone say well we need programs for people they're getting depressed we need this we need that yeah at no given time people are caring about relationships with the americans that's where this country's fucking up and again i don't want to go into politics but yeah. like that relationship stuff that you just stated it, sh it needs to be used like with our government and stuff like that it's just like we're, we're caring about opening up right making money and i and i get it small businesses are stuff suffering but it's just like okay but what about the people behind those businesses what about right. the people right now at home that don't have money what about the people that don't qualify yeah. for unemployment that you know that need to pay child support and stuff like that and, and they're ineligible mental we didn't mean to interrupt yeah mental health is the biggest silent killer of today's world not just america mm -hmm. it's the biggest silent killer um and anybody has dealt with it at some point and everybody has dealt with it at some point uh and we don't talk about it enough it's still to it's still taboo to talk about it with your friends and family yeah because people uh, think that if you have like a mental disorder it's like oh he's weak yeah. you need to toughen up this is life and i get it you know i'm not i'm not gonna um kick down people that that think that way either because I, I can see that standpoint like you know you got to be tough you know you got to overcome these obstacles however we, we we still need to give like he was saying earlier you still need to respect people's backgrounds how they feel and, and how they react to certain things Jake you might you might react to it a different way and be like hey I'm tough whatever I'm gonna get through it I got my journal I got this I do my workouts I'm done I'm good he might do it a different way he has he has things to do that that'll put him in a better mood but what wh why should I come in and say oh well you're weak cuz uh, you're, you're bitching about this you got to be tougher or or, or, or we're men we you know we got to well that relates to what me and you have talked about oh let's hear it you never know what's <laughs> going to trigger somebody yeah you, you, so, some this particular thing could trigger you but it ain't going to trigger me because of your experiences right <laughs> right and so which takes us back to something we spoke on previously, right? Mm -hmm. That sort of comprehension piece of like understanding somebody else's background, culture, where they come from, not just understanding it, but being respectful of it, you know? And I think that ties back into what you just mentioned, where we were, where we maybe are lacking as a country, right? Yeah. That, that sort of genuine compassion for other individuals, that sort of, uh, you know, respect of who you are is no disrespect to me, mm -hmm. but so, you know, a lot of us is like, my, 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 me, 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 and we can't get to the point of understanding that, hey, what works for Jake isn't going to work for Latrez, mm -hmm. however, doesn't mean that Jake has to dislike Latrez because it doesn't work for him. Exactly. You wow. understand what I'm saying? Damn. Yeah. And, and America's one of few countries that it's all about, it's all about the success of the individual and not... These successes, the family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
capitalistic society, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, but like, what adding on to what you were saying, man, um, I've experienced that, man, with women. Um, they would be like, oh, why you, why you gotta take it this way or whatever? That's not no big deal with me, whatever. And then there's sometimes that they're so full of themselves, right? They're, they're, you know, people are so selfish at times that they're just like, oh, well, it don't bother me. It bothers you. I'm not gonna apologize because it doesn't bother me. But I'm sorry you feel that way or whatever. Yeah, that you I'm know, sorry you feel that way. Um, <laughs> the way I see it, bro, if it may, if if it doesn't bother me and it bothers you, and I know that shit like bothers you, hurts you, whatever the case may be, I'm gonna put my fucking pride aside and say, you know what, I apologize. Right. Yeah. Right. It don't bother me. It, it does nothing for me. Right. It's, it's cool with me. I, I never dealt issues with it. But just because, like you guys were saying, just because it triggers one of you guys. And I and I and I and if I value you as a person, friend, lover, whatever the case may be, right? Whoever right. I'm with, I need to show that respect and apologize. Right. Yeah. Put yeah. my pride aside. It's like, dude, I, it doesn't bother me, but that doesn't mean I'm gonna be a dick about it and say, oh well, you deal with it. Well, it, it, it goes to having that respect. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. It, it goes to having that respect for another individual and and their being. Like just them being who they are, it's it's okay that it's it's different than you. I mean, I tell you, th there was a girl who who I was in a relationship with, and you know, for her, this is a small thing, but it kind of goes in what the theme we're talking about. Yeah. For her, having following an ex or having an ex follow you on social media, it's not a big deal mm -hmm. because the relationship is gone. Mm -hmm. It's in the past. She's, um, she said, you know, I'm not thinking about him in that way at all, mm -hmm. but we we had a genuine, you know, friendship coming out of that. So I have no animosity towards this individual at all. Mm -hmm. So I don't mind following him or her and, you know, liking you yeah. know, their stuff or whatever. <laughs> That's tough, bro, for, for us to, yeah. to wrap our mind around. Yeah. And that was something for me that I was like, Bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. But, but to to tie it up, like, I had to respect that perspective. Mm -hmm. It's a perspective I've never heard. Before. Yeah. I would have never even thought like I my immediate gut reaction to that was bullshit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and but 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 with get with time and because I respect her mm -hmm. as a person and who she is, and I trust her. Yeah. Trust. Let me trust. say that again. I Big trust, trust. Her, trust. <laughs> uh, which is difficult for certain people. And for us as men, I have my own downfalls. But anyway, I trust her. And so it becomes, all right, that's what it is. Well, see, I've been on the flip side of that. Uh, where I, there's pictures of my ex on my social media, uh, me and my ex. And I've had women ask me about it, and I'm like, I'm like, I forgot that was even on there. Like, <laughs> I'm honest to God, like I, I didn't, I forgot that was on there. <laughs> like, I'm not thinking about her. And some people just can't wrap their, just it's hard for them. Uh, and like, like you talked about, uh, but like, like she was talking about with you, like I, I have not been in contact with her. I've been down here for two years. She's in Orlando, only an hour and a half away. I've not been in contact with her at all, except for the one time when a friend of both of ours died from college. And that's that's the way I that I can understand how she felt a little yeah. bit. Uh, but I had, I mean, uh, 
I've, del- I've deleted ones where it's like we're dancing and shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not. It's not like I'm keeping those up. Yeah, but there's yeah. still pictures of us. You know, I was graduating and told her sister happy birthday one time or something, and then a couple others. But it's not like intimate shit. <laughs> yeah, and and I, you know, I think for her, her her response to me asking that question was. You know, she took the time to explain it to me. Mm-hmm. I was clearly upset about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. The first time that I brought it up and, uh, you know, her response was, was respectful. Okay. All right, babe. That makes you feel uncomfortable. I got you. Mm-hmm. Which is where you want to be, right? You know, that's that's the type of energy that you want. Those are the type of relationships that you want. Because even though she didn't feel that way, and she reassured me, took the time to make sure that our trust was intact, she followed it up with, all right, let me go ahead and, and undo that because that makes you uncomfortable. She didn't have to do that. You know what no, I'm saying? That, Nor did I ask her to do that. that right? there we you go. understand what I'm saying? But now it'd be different if I came at her and I said, hey, you need to do this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 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 There we go. Yeah. You probably would have gotten a different outcome. <laughs> then I put myself in a position where I'm now criticizing her way, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Which is unfair to her. You know, it's, it's unfair to any individual. Um, and so, yeah, like it, it's, it's about respecting, you know, understanding somebody else's perspective and then having the ability to then combo that comprehension with respect. But I mean, exactly. Cause it, people think nowadays it takes a, it's a big man or a big woman to bring this up in a disrespectful ass way. Nah, it's a bigger man or a bigger woman to say, this is my side. This is your side. And let's compromise the, on that the value. <laughs> And how you bring up issues yeah. is is astronomical, man. Mm-hmm. Like I, you can't put a price on that on somebody's ability to speak on their issues mm-hmm. and be able to share their issues in a respectful way, um, but also be receptive mm-hmm. to different viewpoints. I mean, yeah. man, I mean, there's so much value in just being able to do that. For real. Um, so I have a question for you, since since I have you on here, man. Um, as a black man, right? Because you know, I, there's 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 black people that are listening to this podcast, and they want to know from your perspective, an actual black man that that's been dating and 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 has been interacting with with numerous amount of people from different cultures and things like that. Mm-hmm. How do you feel that you're received in the dating world as a black man? And and what do you what do you do to overcome those obstacles? That's that's very important, and, yeah. and I want people to hear that. Um. How am I received? Uh, for me, honestly, I think initially first impressions. I and you know, I'm a very large guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm I'm big. You know, six six two. Yeah. I'm solid. He's I'm, not fat. <laughs> He's athletic. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I I, I think. And you know, gut reaction is yeah. intimidation. Yeah. I think some people are like, "Oh, all right, maybe maybe this this individual's mean." Yeah. Know, right? And then the conversation right. happens, right? Yeah. The the conversation starts, and and then it becomes like it's a complete one eighty, and you can almost see it on people's face. Mm. You know, when I have those conversations with, them. Uh, and and then it's you know, then you smile. <laughs> and, and and then you kind of you know women are like oh it's really refreshing to meet an individual who is uh you know calm uh respectful you know those are things that i pride my life on being so for me i think that initial you know reaction is them being like kind of nervous maybe you know yeah. scared or whatever just because of my stature and maybe even my demeanor upon initial yeah. meeting following the conversation um 
you know, it's not that way, so to speak. Um, and, and I think the conversation softens. But to take it to kind of another level, um, you know, there everybody has their, their preferences and, and sort of prejudices, so mm. to speak. So, yeah. you know, there are certain women who obviously look at me and they say, no, never. Um, and, and I understand that. I'm not mad about it. Yeah. You know, I'm not upset with them for feeling that way. I also don't blame them, right? It might be a case of how they grew up. Yeah. In part, that's something that I can't control. Yeah. So I don't lose. Well, maybe they want to be with you. And maybe they know that for a fact that their parents are going to react some way. And they're like, you know what? In order to, for me not to put them in this, let me not, you know, yeah. let me not deal with them. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's such bullshit. I mean, it, it, is. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. I mean, it is. I, I mean, shoot, man. I'll never forget, you know. The first, the first white, the first white girl that I wanted mm-hmm. to talk to, I was, you know, 15 years old. We had a Spanish class together. Um, real cute girl, love. You know, I thought it was, you know, dope. We had a great friendship in class. Mm-hmm. We, we sat next to each other. Blah 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 blah. And man, <laughs> I just never forget, like asking her, hey, like this is something that I'm interested in doing. Like I like you and, and her mm-hmm. response literally was, you're a great person, but I could never date you. Wow. And I could never be with you. Imagine being 15, Wow. you know, like this is the start of kind of like your boyhood, right? Yeah. You're like, yeah, you know. Mom, and you get stuff. exposed and to that. And then it's just, you get exposed to that. And, yeah. and in my mind at the time, I got to be honest, like my my mind, I was like, I think anything was wrong with it. I didn't even, I, like it never crossed my mind that she yeah. was white. Yeah. Like I didn't think it. I didn't yeah, you, were, you weren't thinking like, skin color she was or anything. a woman, you know, yeah. or, or a girl at the time. Yeah. And so, um that was my that was my mind frame on it so wow. for me i just didn't but that was like my first sort of i guess if it incident so to speak that we can call it that yeah. happened that kind of put really put things more in now, perspective. I, now i have something to tie in with that and this is like a big one um i don't know if you guys heard or maybe you jake have heard it you know so online and, and you know and in certain places they're they're always pushing for for a black man to be with a black woman, and if you're a black man and you're not with a black woman, I've seen you've seen those yeah. right. There's an issue, right? So they're they're basically you know basically saying brothers support your sisters. Yeah. As a black man, how do you feel with that? Do you feel like it's it makes sense? Do you feel like there's some ignorance behind it? What what do you feel? Um, I think. The same ignorance that is carried whenever somebody wants to date outside of their race is that same kind of that same energy, right? Mm-hmm. Just because you you date inside of your race or you're you know you're his Puerto Rican and you have to date Puerto Ricans or you're white and you have to date like mm-hmm. just because you do doesn't make you a righteous person. It doesn't make you right. uh, any better mm-hmm. than any other individual. Uh, I am. I have always been my whole life. I see people for for, for people, mm-hmm. like for for who they are as yeah. individuals. So I don't, I don't meet a woman and say, okay, I'm talking to a Hispanic woman right now. <laughs> like I, you know what I mean? I, that's yeah. not my approach. Exactly. My 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 approach to it has always been, this is this is a woman who has, you know, I'm gonna have the opportunity to meet. And now, um, positive energy, that's positive right. energy. Yeah. I, you know, I think every and like I said before. Earlier, you know, when we were speaking, like my goal always is to bring that positive energy to those interactions and leave that individual better, feeling better about whatever or anything than, than when I when I first interacted with them. So 
you know, to answer your question, um, I just don't, I don't view it that way. Not for me, but I think, um, you know, I think some people who do feel that way, like they think it should be a sense of empowerment, right? Like yeah. That you would be exactly. empowering your race by dating women inside yeah. your race. And I understand that perspective. Mm-hmm. I respect it. Mm-hmm. Do I follow it? No. I like women. To add to that, to add to that, um, I was lucky to grow up with the parents I had, uh, and they were uh, supportive and never uh, they they never showed hatred towards any race. And I was lucky to grow up in the high school I did mm-hmm. because the high school I did was kind of a melting pot: rich, poor, black, white, Latino. Um, but that being said, there's an uncle on my dad's side. He's he's a little he's a little racist, unfortunately. Because <laughs> um, there was one time, um, there was one time he he told me he he straight up told me he's like bring anyone, whoever you want home, but don't bring a black girl home. Wow, unreal. And even at high school, I was 16 years old at the time when he told yeah. me this. If you know my granddad, he's a Southern Baptist. You don't cuss in front of him. Wow. <laughs> he told me that, and I said, I, I said in front of the whole family, I said, I'll bring whoever the hell I want to bring home as long as they're a good person. <laughs> <laughs> and so I am, my situation is the, the exact opposite of that, right? You know, my mom, so, you know, my dad, I've shared this with you before. Mm-hmm. My dad left when I was really young, mm-hmm. uh, my biological father. My stepfather, um, real real cool dude, but, you know, we had our bumps in the road, too. Mm-hmm. Um, our relationship is much better now, yeah. <laughs> now that I'm an adult. And, and, you know, growing up, it was a little rougher. But my mom has always been the rece- a very receptive person of anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel parents. very comfortable bringing, yeah. you know, my mom... Uh, bringing anybody, you know, to meet my mom because it doesn't, for her, it doesn't register. You understand what I'm saying? Now, she grew up in a different time frame. Yeah. So, of course, it's in the back of her mind. Mm-hmm. But she, as a human being, has chosen to not acknowledge that there part of go. her past. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? Like, she's like, yeah, this is how we grew up viewing it, but it's different. You know what I mean? It's different. And uh, for her, I never felt ashamed. I never felt embarrassed to bring any, you know, woman, friend, whoever home or to meet her it was always like I, I felt very comfortable and the other people who I would say like you know women who have met my mom and they're like yo like you know what's your mom gonna be like and I'm like yeah. you don't need to worry like <laughs> you really don't like this is gonna be one of the the dopest women that you meet <laughs> and, uh, and 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 so I think I reflect those values yeah. um, and that's what I try to do like with me I'm, I'm a very open individual when it comes to to meeting people, I my I don't pass judgment at all because there's no reason for me to. I need to accept, I need to be open and accept you for who you are as a person. So each conversation, I start with a blank slate, man. You know, I don't come in with thinking, oh, this he's, he's probably gonna be this way because his shoes are white. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. that, you know, like that just that doesn't make any sense to yeah. me. You know, now we we have subconscious things that we think about, um, and I think those are the things that. We're having a tough time fighting in our society, man. Like, you know, our society as a whole right now is uh, having to come face to face with those subconscious prejudices and those subconscious uh, 
sort of in, in equal beliefs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's really how we'll, we'll keep it phrased that way. Well, that's but. the number one thing that pisses me off. How do you judge? How do you judge someone? Without even talking to him, <laughs> without even talking to him, yeah, you just how, that, yeah, yeah, I don't it, get that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't get it either. But man, I, I appreciate you guys being on this episode, man, and uh, and and so you guys can know I'm sitting here with a white man, a black man, <laughs> and I'm a Hispanic. So you're hearing it from three different viewpoints. So I hope this information has helped some of you here in this podcast there will be more episodes in the future thank you very much for listening